Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Spirits and Sports History Podcast. With your host, Ryan Zyrood. Expand your knowledge on your favorite spirits and then enjoy sports history with a mystery. What's up, delegates, and thank you for listening to the Spirits and Sports History Podcast with your host, I am Ryan Dyrud, also known as the Don. We are on the Believe Podcast Network. Glad you're here. I apologize for the hiatus. You know, the goal of this podcast is to release a new great story for you, plus some Spirits history um, every week. And uh, just been a busy past month as our company, formerly known as Sports Al Dente has been rebranded to the LAFB Network because of our great coverage of Los Angeles football and kind of what we're doing in the community and what we're doing out here in LA. We thought we wanted to create a name and a company that kind of exemplifies that better and it kind of just, you know, pairs well. And so we thought the LAFB Network um, does just that, exemplifies it a little better. So um, go check out lafbnetwork.com if you love LA football. Um, we're going to be adding xfl coverage with the la wildcats coming to town draft just happened happened um last week obviously we're full swing in nfl and college football plus we've now added los angeles high school football so doing a lot of fun things there even if you don't love los angeles football you want to support me you want to support my family want to support this podcast want to support um some of the other great people that work at the lfb network um go check it out subscribe you know read a couple articles share with your friends means the world to us speaking of subscribe make sure to subscribe to this podcast spirits and sports history wherever you listen to podcasts obviously you're listening to it on something right now but even if you're out on our website listening to it head over to itunes head to spotify stitcher any of those anywhere you listen to podcasts we are so hit that subscribe button and so you'll be updated i promise from here on out every week when a new episode is released but now on today's episode, I'm excited, so glad to be back in studio, hanging out with you, having a drink with you, um, so I hope you're ready to have a drink with me as well. Today's story, uh, it's a fun one. I enjoyed it. It's from, you know, almost almost now two decades ago, um, so if you're like me, around 29 to 30 age range, you certainly should remember it. If you're a little younger than that, maybe you don't, so this is a good, good history lesson for you, but even if you are older, it's a, it's a good reminder of a, of a tremendous triumph um that happened that just proves that you know nothing's guaranteed and no matter what you set your mind to you have that potential to accomplish that if you put in the work and uh, and do what is required of you in order to become successful so it's a great story i had a lot of fun writing it, a lot of fun kind of looking more into it as even when you watch these events unfold which i did i remember watching it sitting in in my living room as a younger um, I won't even say young man, as, as a boy back then. And uh, I remember watching when it happened, but you, you don't know the whole background. So I had a lot of fun kind of peeling the onion apart and discovering that. So, so we will get to that. But as we do on this show, we feature our spirit um, as a drink that kind of derives from some relationship to how our story is. So one of the characters in our story hails from the great state of Wyoming. And so today we are going to be featuring Wyoming Whiskey. Great whiskey. Uh, I have it sitting right here in front of me. It's a good label. Um, you can get it at most stores now. Um, but yeah, we'll get into just a little bit of that brief history about it, and uh, then we'll taste it, kind of talk about how it tastes, what it what it feels like on the tongue, and then go on from there. So um, the distillery was founded in 2009, so still fairly new. 
um, by Brad and Kate Mead and also by David DeFazio. They brought in a Maker's Mark, one of my favorite uh, whiskeys of all time, uh, master distiller Steve Nally to come in and kind of help them perfect this recipe. Um, something interesting is this was the first whiskey distillery in the state of Wyoming. So that's something that they have with their name. Um, and it, it's obviously smart of them to just name their whiskey Wyoming Whiskey since they were the first. Um, since then, there have been others added. I believe 2017 was the next one that came around. So, so for a good almost a decade, they had their finger on the pulse of whiskey making in the entire state of Wyoming. Um, they released their first whiskey in 2012. And since that time, all of their small batch craft bourbon is distilled for a minimum of five years. Um, age, excuse me, for a minimum of five years. They use charred oak barrels like many other whiskeys. Um, but one minor difference that they do that uh, most distillers don't is as their secondary ingredients. Remember, the main ingredient of all bourbons has to be corn. has to be a, a certain percentage. Um, but their secondary ingredient is going to be wheat. Um, most whiskeys use rye, especially more so nowadays. Um, but Wyoming whiskey uses wheat. So it's uh, it's 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. Um, has a very nice kind of medium amber coloring. Um, it's not as dark as some whiskeys, not as light as others. Um, it's darker than I would call like a scotch. Um, I, I, a lot of bourbons now are starting to look lighter and lighter, which me personally, I like, I like the darker, more full-bodied um, I don't want my bourbon to look like a scotch. That's just me personally. Um, but this is a little bit lighter than you'd see in like a Maker's Mark um, or even a Jim Beam. Um, but it does still have a full kind of texture to it. Um, you know, as we get to the taste, I'll get more into that. But uh, a little bit more of the history. The distillery can be found in the great city of Kirby, Wyoming. Kirby, Wyoming, if you're looking at a map, is going to be in that kind of northwest quadrant of the state, kind of more centralized, and has a population estimated of 92. So, um, hustling and bustling city. I'm sure a lot of those people, I don't want to assume, but I would guess that they, uh, many of them maybe work at the distillery. But, um, yeah, chose that as a town to kind of make their hub. All their whiskey comes in and out of this distillery. They don't uh, use any third parties or uh, ship it out anywhere else at all is made right there in Kirby and shipped straight from Kirby. So it's at the, you know, the Bighorn Basin. So a lot of great Wyoming ingredients there, great water there. So that's kind of their spot where they thought would be the perfect spot to found this great company. Um, as we get to kind of the, you know, the nose, the palate, the taste. Let's see here. I have it right in front of me. You know, I, I spoke on my last podcast. It's doing these alone is different because if, if you take a, a drink you have that awkward silence but i think now we're we're at a point now we're at a relationship where i think you can handle a little pause just because that's you want to you want to feel like you're with me tasting um this whiskey so you know as we smell it it's a you know i th feel like a lot of bourbons and this i love bourbons so this isn't a bad thing but some of them especially kind of the the bigger brands you smell and you get that overbearing almost alcohol smell um especially those of you that maybe aren't big whiskey drinkers and you immediately just kind of like, you know, step back and almost, almost cough. Well, this whiskey has that, you get that, that alcohol sense right away, but then it finishes with the really nice cherries and, and raisins almost. And, uh, a little bit of floral too. Don't sense that as much, but I think the cherries are really big and it, it immediately kind of simmers down your senses that you got kind of taken aback by that alcohol smell. And then it, it kind of, you know, 
mellows it out. It's really, really nice smell. Um, they say it's a, it's a sweeter whiskey as well. Um, has some balanced savory flavors um, like tobacco and burnt wood. Um, but it, it is more on the sweeter side, kind of the sweetness of those cherries, those raisins. Um, so let's get let's get in here and have a little little sip of it. Yeah, that's a very good, very smooth. If you're drinking a good whiskey, you don't want to use any ice. You want to just neat so you can really get all those flavors on the palate. Kind of swish it around a little bit, not not like you're swishing around like you're brushing your teeth, but just give it a little, you know, kind of let it roll over your tongue. Um, but that's it. That's a good whiskey. I, I think anytime a whiskey comes in a in a corked uh, corked bottle, yeah, perfect time if you could hear that. Something says about it that it's just a classy, classy whiskey. So, um, yeah, there you have it. Wyoming whiskey runs you about forty to fifty dollars, kind of where you're depending where you're shopping. I picked it up at Bevmo. Um, they have it at Total Wine. Anywhere else you shop, uh, but it's going to range in that kind of forty to fifty dollar range but um yeah very i think it's very good it's it's a little bit like i said lighter a little bit sweeter but really smooth really smooth for a bourbon um you can drink without any any mix or ice or anything like that and you can let it just kind of roll over your tongue so so yeah make sure to check out wyoming whiskey um it's a small batch bourbon they have a few others but the one i am uh, talking about is the small batch bourbon 88 proof remember to signify the wyoming being the 44th state in the union so with that let's get into our sports mystery story so if you happen to go out before the show read the uh you know you read the description beforehand and picked yourself up a bottle of wyoming whiskey go ahead and pour yourself up a glass if not if you need to go pause head out to the local local bevmo or total wine or grocery store and pick up a pick up a bottle go right ahead but without further ado pour yourself a glass have a drink with the dawn and here is our sports mystery story Our story begins worlds apart. Two men, two very different lives. E was a big man, a mountain of a man, as many would say, and clearly he drank plenty of milk as a young boy. Drinking milk was commonplace in his family because, well, they ran a dairy farm, so there was plenty of it. E's strong bones and giant structure were perfect for the dairy farm business. While it is true that with the advancement of technology, the milking process was easier and more efficient than ever before. But this doesn't mean that herding cattle still wasn't hard work. In fact, E had plenty of physical wrestling matches with these behemoth animals, attempting to get them into their stalls to be milked. It truly is a strange sight when you ponder it. A large man grappling with a cow? Did the cow stand on its hind legs and offer his front hooves in a southpaw stance? Or was it merely like a running with the bull situation, and he posed as the largest bull, battering against the others and forcing his will on them? Whatever the grudge match actually looked like, I'm positive that prepared E for what would turn into a life-changing event. Let's fast forward some years, and we find E boarding a plane with 15 of his closest friends. While this trip had a goal in mind, the expectations were low. So let's be honest, this was more for pleasure and much less for business. Plus, who wouldn't want to get out of Wyoming and head to a tropical paradise for a couple of weeks? E boarded that plane as a simple dairy farmer, but he would return much more than that. On the other side of the world, Alex was preparing for his day quite differently. Alex was no dairy farmer, but rather a rigid military man. Most of his days looked rather similar. Repetition 
and perfection were important to Alex, and his daily regimen played a major role as to why he was so successful. So successful to the extent that today was just another day. The only thing different in his routine was that he too also boarded a plane. A plane that would take him from his northern hibernation to his southern paradise. However, for Alex, this was a business trip and nothing more. From the foggy windows of the Boeing 737, E could faintly make out the famous white sails in the harbor that represented a beacon of happiness and the simple fact that they had arrived at their destination. As he and his 15 friends deplaned the aircraft, a warm breeze surrounded him like a welcoming embrace. A feeling of hospitality and comfort overcame him as he strutted across the tarmac. The group was escorted by bus to their hotel, where they were greeted by hundreds of tourists, all with the same excitement and comforting glow. What a trip this will be, thought E, and what a trip it would be, indeed. Alex's plane passed by the same white sails. It landed at the same airport, and he was greeted by the same warm breeze. The breeze may have been warm, however Alex was not comforted by its embrace. Like a teenager who scoffs at his parents as he heads out for the night, Alex coldly trudged across the smoldering cement and lurked into the dark convoy that would take him to his accommodations. The same tourists were shuffling about the lobby when he arrived, but the excitement had passed and the mood shifted to an almost uncomfortable encounter. Alex collected his belongings and headed to his barracks. This was a business trip and nothing more. He awoke the next day, refreshed, and ready to begin his business obligations. He headed down to headquarters, where he would have to grapple with some of the world's best and most cutthroat businessmen. He felt a bit out of his element. This wasn't the farm anymore, and he wasn't dealing with elegant creatures that he could easily control. He had to defend himself, but also counter-aggressively, in order to appease his boss. After all, his boss was in the wings, watching him. With each potential deal... He received coaching from his peers on how to execute the perfect sale. He wanted this trip to be a success, and while the expectations were low, he felt that he could perhaps prove many of his doubters wrong and make a name for himself. It was quite grueling, but he made it through the next few days unscathed. Many meetings had been passed, but his execution was flawless. His boss was impressed, and he had exceeded previous presumptions. The trip could already be viewed as a success, but there was still one man for E to meet. One more deal to finalize before he could get back to the pleasure of the trip. Alex arrived at headquarters that first day with one goal in mind, to crush his opposition. In his mind, winning wasn't an option. It was the only option. For years, Alex had been attending these trips, and he always left them as the top dog. This was just another business trip. Alex begrudged through his meetings over the next couple of days, discarded anyone that stood in his way. He was like a machine. No one could even counter before he finalized the deal. It truly was an art form to watch him at work. He was the gold standard. By the end of the week, Alex was tired. This was his 29th trip. 29 trips without a single blemish to speak of. But anyone that travels constantly knows what it can take a toll on you. Alex wouldn't show it, but he was worn down. However, he had one more meeting. More of a ceremonious meeting of sorts, simply to cross the T's and dot the I's. But this meeting would be ceremonious in more ways than one. You see, Alex planned on this being his final meeting. 
forever. He had given the job all that he could give, and it was time to change his routine and try something new. But first, the final summit. It was another warm, beautiful day in Sydney, Australia. The cascading waves crashed effervescently on the shoreline. The towering white sails of the Sydney Opera House looked on in disbelief as he walked into the convention center. He was met with cheers of bewilderment and hope. The meeting of minds became a match of gladiators. Rulon E. Gardner knew of Alexander Carolyn. Everyone in the world knew of Alexander the Great, the Russian bear, the experiment. Alexander hadn't lost a bout in 13 years. Coming into this gold medal match of the 2000 Olympic Games, the experiment had a wrestling record of 887 to 1. The dairy farmer stood no shot, or at least that's what the world thought. Perhaps wrestling cows all the way back in Wyoming had prepared Rulon for this moment. Whatever the case, he took down the bear that day and rewrote the history books in what would go down as one of the greatest upsets in not just Olympic history, but all of sports history. Alexander left his shoes on the mat as a symbol of his final match, his final meeting. He returned home to Russia an icon, a symbol of greatness. Rulon Gardner returned home a hero, a legend, no longer just a dairy farmer from Wyoming. Well, thanks for having a drink with the Don, and we'll see you next week. It's the Spirits and Sports History Podcast. With your host, Ryan Zyrood. Expand your knowledge on your favorite spirits, and then enjoy sports history with a mystery. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.